0: Hey everyone, welcome to Grubstakers, the podcast about billionaires. This week we are jumping back and taking another look at Elon Musk. We will cover everything that we missed from the first time we recorded over a year and a half ago to now, as well as a quick reintroduction on how Elon Musk became Elon Musk. Also, we are joined by the impeccable James Adomian, as well as occasional appearances from Elon Musk, as well as Richard Branson. All that and more, this week on Grubstakers.
1: First, they think you're crazy, then they fight you, and then all of a sudden you change the world.
2: Berlusconi flatly denies that any mafia money helped him begin to start of the business.
1: I
3: have I've always had a thing for black people. I like black people. No, these stories are funnier than, than the jokes you can tell. I said, What the fuck is a brain scientist?
1: I was like, That's not a real job. Tell me the truth. But anyway.
0: Four, three, two.
4: Show low. Show low. Hello, welcome back to Grubstakers, the podcast about billionaires. I'm Sean P. McCarthy. I'm joined here by my friends Andy Palmer. Yogi Polywell. And uh, this week we're <laughs> we're taking a look. <laughs> <laughs> this week we're taking a look backwards uh, because the, the we we're talking about the first episode of this podcast we recorded, second one we released, first one we recorded was about Elon Musk. And you know, this is a year. taking notes. Yes. This is a year and a half ago. So, um, a lot of things have changed. You know, when we started, we didn't really know what we were doing. We didn't know that Elon Musk was about to call an international hero a pedophile on Twitter and get sued for it. So, and uh, lots of other things have happened. So, we wanted to revisit the subject. And there's literally nobody we would rather have here with us <laughs> to do that. Then James Adelman, one of the funniest comedians in the world. Thank you for being here with us.
3: Thank you, thank you. Uh, what an honor to, what an honor to dig into Elon Musk. It's pretty fun. Our robber baron. Yeah, yeah. I would like to think of myself as more of a, an <laughs> uh, a, 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 a philanthropist baron, <laughs> <laughs> a giver baron.
4: And I was just going to ask you, James, to kind of to, to begin with, are there any particular things that I guess fascinate you about Elon Musk, or uh, that pique your interest?
3: All of it. He is, um, he's do, He's like, he, it's fascinating from start to finish. He has. He's an eccentric billionaire. <laughs> <laughs> he could be in a, he could be, his picture could be next to an article on eccentric, the idea of an eccentric right, billionaire. Right. Mm-hmm. He inherited wealth and then got rich with a bunch of other things. And now his dreams are like, like, High science fiction. <laughs> Go to Mars. The rumor is that he wants to die on Mars. So at some point, <laughs> I mean, I'm not kidding. Expect him to shoot when when the company's all collapsed. <laughs> right. Expect him to shoot himself to Mars <laughs> to escape it. Um, Just signing blank checks. Yeah, um, he, he has. He wants to die on Mars, <laughs> um, which is very. It's, it's not. It, that's the most attainable. <laughs> yeah I think so when Mars realized. plan that I've ever heard Like you can You can You can definitely survive Until Mars mm-hmm. Um, So many companies There's so many He It's kind of Almost like a Howard Hughes figure I feel like mm-hmm. Where He's very rich But he's not Part of the inside club Of the other billionaires mm-hmm. And so he's always at odds With like Like bigger billionaires <laughs> right, Like right, Warren right. Buffett And um. So he's, he's an eccentric, he's a loner, he's weird, he's, um, he's got these fascinating visions about space colonization <laughs> and electric-powered cars. Some of them are very good ideas, and um, some of them seem insane and, like, scams. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think so. I think that uh, he's certainly a snake oil salesman of the modern-day era. He, like, the whole boring company concept, at the end of the day, it's just holes in the ground, which is faster than streets. And the thing about oh the God. Boring Company is that he made it so that the only electric cars can go through them.
3: That's the problem.
0: And so, <laughs> yeah, but among other things, but like it, like you, they don't need exhaust for electric cars. So every other tunnel has had to deal with where do we put the fumes that come out of cars. So for him, it's like I just got to dig a hole in the ground.
3: Well, great idea. Great engineering idea. I was all in favor of the Boring Company projects. I was like, Whoa. <laughs> This genius is going to give us fast subways <laughs> right. finally, <Yeah. laughs> right? And then it turns out he should. It, it's just you Tesla cars. Can, <laughs> no, yeah. you asshole! You should be building large yeah. public transit cars in your hyperloop. Right. Are they supposed
1: it's to be a, on like a rocket scooter or something, or like uh, an electric like? Yeah, essentially, it's little, just like a track that you yeah. roll in
0: on. It's like a glorified car wash under the sea, but your car doesn't ah. get
3: washed. I think it's... Is it a vacuum or magnetic? It's That's vacuum. That's the Hyperloop one. The the, Hyperloop. It's the, ma-
1: the magnet one, I think, is the, the boring car thing.
3: Yes, and it's gr- it's a, a great idea if you were using it to move mass numbers of people, not a few <laughs> Tesla right, owners. Right, right, I right. Tar- I, I was immediately soured on it when he was like, look how great this project is. We've got... Here's my Tesla. I've fi- solved traffic <laughs> for myself. <laughs> no. Um... I actually before that news came out I had actually written an unsolicited email to the Boring Company really? public email address and I got a letter I got a note back and I I feel like it must actually be from Elon Musk. I'll find it. I'll find it. I'll, I'll find it if you want to pause. I'll
0: I'll find it. I just yeah. I just want to
1: say like as an aside that it I it didn't occur to me until you mentioned that Elon wants to die on Mars that mm-hmm. uh the Falcon rocket is basically Like, his plans for his own coffin. It it,
3: it is the culmination of the dreams of the pharaohs. It is my sarcophagus. I'll have a golden death mask.
4: You can can just see his, like, assistant Mary Beth Brown waving out the window, desperately trying to get out as it flies to Mars. Yeah. Oh, but I did want to say just in honor of Elon Musk for this episode, we will now be accepting $1,000 deposits to experience (laughs) this podcast in full 3D. All right. Is that that the SpaceX podcast? Program. Well, the, the thing that we're, we've kind of noticed about Elon Musk is that he keeps taking deposits for things, and it's, it's not clear if these things will ever be delivered. Like, you can give him $1,000 to get a deposit on uh, fully solar shingles on your roof. You can give him a, 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 a $50,000 deposit for this Tesla Semi. You can give him, you know, a, a whatever, $5,000 deposit for another car they have coming. So You can give him a not-yet-publicly-disclosed deposit to take the SpaceX into space right there's a Japanese billionaire that's given him a bunch of money to fly around the moon with some artists and uh and they're gonna
0: <laughs> James with artists you're an artist yeah we can get in on they're this they're
4: gonna experience the I moon
3: there's and no, there's no better reason for having <laughs> eccentric space billionaires <laughs> and sending artists around the moon. <laughs> um, it, uh, it's also fascinating that he has kind of a in some ways egalitarian vision where he's like I intend to look Tesla's going to be for everybody. And then, but he's never not been rich. So his idea of, he's just, he has a myopia where he doesn't understand that. He's like, yeah, it's going to be like totally affordable. It's going to be only only $40,000. And so anybody, anybody who's got like a great job, anybody who's like a major Hollywood producer can have one or maybe two. And it's like, no, we're... I love what he's doing, trying to take on the old car company establishment and the oil companies. And we do need to. I mean, there's. I don't think there's hope for humanity unless there's massive public, massive public transit that replaces gasoline automobiles, right? Right. And or electric cars that accomplish that. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's working on that side of the problem. But then he goes. But then the the, the, the there's nothing but bad news. <laughs> right. Right.
0: It's all good ideas with terrible execution with the Elon Musk. Um,
3: I found this email that I got back from uh, the Hyperloop. Uh, it's it's the Boring Company. It's dugout at boringcompany.com. And I, I do believe that this is Elon Musk who... I was asking him... I won't read the whole email I sent, but I was like... um Uh, Very good news The dugout loop is coming to Sunset Boulevard I beg you As I'm sure the community will as well To please if at all possible Include two to three intermediate stops Between This is me as a real transit (laughs) This is a transit dork James Adomian Between Dodger Stadium and Vermont Avenue Either at Glendale or Alvarado And then again at Silver Lake Boulevard and then if, it, if the technology or budget does not allow intermediate stops to be built, you should please consider constructing the tunnel in such a way that intermediate stops can be added in the future. <laughs> Once the loop is a hit and the public is clamoring for more. Now, again, I'm maybe buttering him up a little bit sure, for my sure. my great uh, engineering vision here. Uh, and this is before we saw that his Hyperloop was going to be a, basically a Tesla driveway too. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, And then I I said some more stuff and thanks for your consideration. So then like a while later, I got this email back and I swear it has to be Elon. I I am personally micromanaging answering all the emails that all of my companies get. I don't get any sleep. I'm just staying on a cot. I like to live in poverty on a very well-appointed cot in my Tesla factory. So he says, hi, JA, thanks for your note and interest in our project. We appreciate you reaching out and providing us with this feedback. While it's certainly our hope that we'll be able to eventually expand the system to connect our use to useful destinations such as Echo Park, Silver Lake, or Union Station, we have to start somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> we encourage you to refer to our website for Dugout Loop project updates. Xo xo, Elon and Grimes. No, I'm just making up, <laughs> making up that. So write an email to one of his companies. <laughs> he might write back. <laughs> Certainly, tweet at him yeah. around four twenty, and he'll get back. Oh, to you yeah. pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. He's always he's always participating in four twenty, either <laughs> the morning one or the afternoon.
4: It also seems to be getting him in trouble a lot. <laughs> yeah, he's actually uh, recently settled with the SEC now uh, because the t- Southern uh, <laughs> Southeastern Conference. <laughs> Uh, because he said that he was taking his company private at $420 a share. Uh, and that, 69 cents. Yes, that was considered fraud. And so he had to settle with the SEC. And the current agreement they have him on is he's supposed to run. Any tweet he makes about Tesla's business by Tesla attorneys. And people have speculated that now he's running the official Tesla account instead to get around this. Oh, really? Because the SEC actually tried to hold him in contempt in February because he said some bogus thing on Twitter about Tesla production numbers. Mm that they thought was wrong. But it, it is just kind of an interesting thing where it is kind of like the Trump effect where he has 25 million Twitter followers, so these things he blasts out can actually affect the Tesla stock price. It's the-
3: this is an interesting thing because it, it certainly seems like it's a plausible case for um, insider trading or mm-hmm. stock manipulation. Um, or all of the above. Or a clumsy lunatic who doesn't <laughs> know how the law works. Who is like I only look at math, <laughs> um, but it's also interesting when you see what the SEC goes after and what it doesn't, sure, and you right. start to see where are these secret lines between billionaire, you know, billionaire on billionaire violence. <laughs> we're about to um, invade Venezuela mm-hmm. because they have the largest oil reserves in the world, or we're trying to do it bloodlessly through our CIA <laughs> assassins, right? Right. <laughs> Um, and, uh, that is being, that is directly to benefit the oil companies yeah. that will run the projects, uh, after the, uh, Venezuelan oil industry is denationalized right, exactly. and auctioned off again to, we know who it'll be Exxon. <laughs> um, it'll be uh, BP shell will be in there. Yeah, it'll be shell. That's the British, the Dutch, the Americans. Yeah. It'll be all the big oil companies. We know that. No one would argue that, and none of that ever gets called into question. But we're, I, it's very. I, I want those are bigger billionaires and more destructive to the world. And I do wonder, as crazy as Elon Musk stuff is, how much is it the old boys uh, leaning taking on, on the new kid, the new yeah. guy? Yeah. Uh, yeah, who's who's muscling in on their <laughs> territory? Yeah, on their blood for oil racket.
1: It's sort of like the Scarelli thing, where he jacked up like. Prices for I guess it was uh, AIDS drugs, and then like everyone turned against him, while all the other drug companies were just silently doing the same thing, <laughs> right. Like, right? Not Mark, tweeting yeah. and buying the Wu Tang album.
4: Yeah, Mark, ah, Martin yep. Shkreli went to prison for doing the entire business model of for-profit pharmaceutical companies. The
3: the um the like, Bernie Madoff effect, where you're like the you're the sacrifice, so that <laughs> everybody gets <laughs> to right. keep doing it.
0: One scapegoat, but then everyone I'm else is
3: perfectly fine. willing to have my heart ripped out in a human sacrifice <laughs> it takes place on a large uh, cigarette or temple of pyramid structure as long as it's on the surface of mars <laughs> <laughs> if that will satisfy the securities exchange commission i'm i'll, I'll sign off
4: on it. <laughs> But I guess I wanted to just kind of run through uh, Elon Musk's life, his general biography. We discussed this in the episode we did a long time ago, but we'll just kind of quickly go through it again and then talk about what's happened since January 2018. Um, But essentially, like for those who don't know, the guy was born 1971, Pretoria, South Africa. And as uh, James mentioned, he grew up very wealthy. His dad, he grew up in apparently one of the largest houses in Pretoria. They had multiple properties. They had housekeepers. His dad was a multi-millionaire.
3: It was so large, I had to sleep on cots <laughs> to feel a semblance of, I wouldn't even say normal. I would say just like a less extreme weirdness.
4: <laughs> as a child, he uh, drilled tunnels to travel from house to house. <laughs> <laughs> He got bullied a lot as a kid. He got thrown <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> down some stairs. His dad apparently beat got, him up as well. He got the shit kicked out of him. Jesus. He, he got, yeah, like, he yeah. had, uh, in 2013 23- South
0: Africa. They don't fuck around. Yes. You know, I learned that uh, Elon Musk's uh, grandparents, so his parents' parents, were Canadian citizens, mm-hmm. and, like, in the late 1800s were like, Canada's getting too soft. Let's move to South Africa.
4: Right. His, I believe, grandfather on his mother's side was like a huge anti-socialist yeah. who thought like Canada in the '50s was becoming degenerate, <laughs> so he moved to apartheid-era South Africa. <laughs>
3: oh shit! Yeah. So, so like, Elon has come a long way, yes, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> shit, um, that's fascinating. I know he's his accent is insane because he's South African, but also Canadian, right? And right? Also California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And so like- it's all those things. So that's why I kind of sound like a Muppets that <laughs> was not popular enough to be on any of the major shows.
0: <laughs> it's just a new age Branson. Branson has a similar type of voice but less California, I think. Hmm.
3: Uh, Richard Branson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Take us for all we've got. <laughs> I would love to see those two. Yeah. At, at like like g- see each other across the room at a party. <laughs> Hello you old fool. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you, still trying to shoot your toys into space. (laughs) That's great. You deserve a blue ribbon.
4: (laughs) It is true. One day we will get the uh, Bezos-Musk-Branson movie. Oh, yeah. Like these fucking super billionaires all trying to get into space to, you know, re-inspire the nation that stopped doing that publicly. Well, it's interesting. It's called Spaceballs. Because Musk has
1: succeeded in getting um, a spacecraft into space, Hmm. but... Branson's the only one who succeeded in getting a pilot killed <laughs> going into space. Musk has only gotten people killed on the ground with yes. his cars.
4: He's only had the uh, Teslas run into uh, semi-trailers. Yeah.
3: To be fair, it's impossible to program <laughs> artificial intelligence to avoid something unless unless it knows what that something is and how painful it is. <laughs> these cars and the artificial intelligence that uh, is their mind have to, be, have, to, they have to learn things the hard way, like, like a child growing up <laughs> in South Africa. It's not that I'm trying to punish the pedestrians on the streets. I'm trying to physically abuse the Tesla cars. <laughs> it's like spanking them so that they learn to not do that anymore
4: pain is progress of course uh, yeah but it's it's a pretty fascinating thing like you were talking about the psychology of Elon Musk because you know apart from getting you know bullied and beat up as a child he has like this very tense relationship with his father like rolling stone asked him about it once and he like started crying you know and he has like his father has he has half sisters so he doesn't like to say specifically but it's clear there was some sort of psychological abuse with his father and you know, like maybe that, if you want to be Freudian, translates today to some sort of need to prove himself or sure. need to, like, you know, like Tesla. Hey,
3: you can cut him off, Elon. <laughs> <laughs> You've got your own bank
4: account. Now. <laughs> you can cut him off. You don't need the
3: inheritance. You can cut him out of your will and delete, block his number. <laughs> Block his number. Block the block all the whole area code. James,
0: this is why he works so much because mm. he keeps finding that number, and he's not allowed on uh, Tesla property.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that must be terrifying. Elon, <laughs> open the gates. <laughs> um, yeah, cut him out. Cut him out. Bad dad's gotta go. Yeah,
5: bad dad's boo.
4: Yeah, it's pretty fascinating because like so since we did the last episode his dad was na- is named Earl Musk And like first of all, we mentioned, you know multimillionaire. He was a mechanical and electrical engineer in apartheid South Africa He had all these contracts with office buildings, but also with like the South African Air Force So he was like a lot of Elon's inheritance essentially came from apartheid government money. It's right, worth right. worth mentioning
3: uh, Presumably involved with their secret uh, nuclear program. <laughs> yes,
4: probably <laughs> Um, Great, but- <laughs> Tesla with nukes
0: <laughs> That's what I thought the rockets were when The first time we did this episode I was like, they're just reusable missiles That's what they're doing I mean, like, yes, they take off and then reland, But that's just a missile payload that comes back That you don't expend on the first time you use it
3: Even if that's not the intention even After his death, we right. won't control how the yeah, precise, technology is precise. used Which is uh, the double-edged sort of uh, technological mm-hmm. sciences The Manhattan Project Mm-hmm Pacifists made that, yeah.
4: yeah. From his biography, uh, there's stories of Elon Musk going to uh, Russia in the 1990s when all the American companies were looting it after the Soviet Union fell apart. So he was going there to try and buy ICBMs. For SpaceX, <laughs> and, and so he Back was even. Yeah, in the late '90s, because SpaceX like was founded in 2002, and eventually he like he had like three meetings with the Russians where he was like, "I'll give you eight million a pop for three ICBMs," and he was going to turn them into like rockets and to y- go. I, I hope you guys
3: deliver them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they'll accept him at my post office box. <laughs> <part. laughs>
4: Amazon was just getting started, so. <laughs> Do you do 2-day delivery on that? Imagine if he were like just like 4
1: years earlier on that, like he could have gotten them at half the price. <laughs>
3: so. What's terrifying, have they have a, they don't do SpaceX launches in New York, do they? Mm, Not yet. yet. Have they been in the in
1: view of New York City? Uh, I mean they launch things out of Virginia, but I haven't seen uh they
3: have done it now twice in Southern California in LA and it is Shocking, hilarious, and terrifying when he's done it. Sure, um, isn't it like a
0: big blue light essentially in the sky.
3: Everyone immediately is like, "Is there a war?" <laughs> <laughs> because they announce it technically, sure, like sure. the way that the way that you say, like in the back of the local newspaper, like, "Hey, public notice, I'm starting a, I'm starting a little advertising <laughs> yeah, business." Yeah. Hey, public notice! This law firm is now changing addresses, and like no one reads it. Yeah, right. So technically, they had let the public know. They're like, uh, sure, there'll be a SpaceX launch tomorrow. Right. No one, no, nobody was like, everyone needs to be warned. There will be a SpaceX launch that looks like nuclear war. Right. Right. Were they everyone yet? be prepared at 7 p.m. Yeah. Looking up, it was. Everyone, social media lit up, and they're like, "What's in the sky?" <laughs> and I, you heard people like yelling and honking outside. <laughs> so I ran out and looked up. It's not the. It just, It's not like oh, there's an airplane in the sky. Sure, sure. If you've ever seen, um, what else is comparable and big like, like that? Like blimp, like a like a blimp. No, it's hot a way, it was way up there, way up there, very bright, moving too fast, <laughs> dropping like. There was this unusual penumbra of this um, the bow shock around the rocket. <laughs> right, right. And it was dropping things. It was dropping low-orbit satellites, yeah, yeah, yeah. it turns out. But everyone was like, <laughs> right. some kind of weapon we don't know about. <laughs> right. And so it took it took people like half an hour to be like, no, it's SpaceX, it's SpaceX, right, it's right, SpaceX, sure. it's SpaceX. And he did that twice. Like The second time, it was a little bit less shocking. Mm-hmm. But it is, a, 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 when you see it, you're like, Oh my god, this is this is a fut this is like a this is like a the beginning of a future. Right, right, right. This I, is the I opening believe- scenes
0: in a sci fi movie and then the next scene's gonna be straight war.
3: Yeah, it's so crazy that we still have like um that there's there's still like people walking around in shoes. <laughs> like <laughs> this should only exist in a future where everyone's flying all the time.
1: It was probably it was a to- bad idea to launch it out of Tomorrowland <laughs> in Anaheim. <laughs> I'm just imagining. A bit too close to the public.
3: There was a really great, um, this was really great to just hide it in plain sight. (laughs) I'm just
0: imagining people. Captain EO was unfortunately (laughs) killed. (laughs) Real quick before we move off his dad uh, We're bearing the lead here When we did the episode There was a whole bunch of interviews with Elon And he was just like I mean my dad aren't cool But then in the time since we released that first episode His dad had a child with Elon Musk's stepsister Like a Woody Allen situation What? Yeah When Errol Musk was 72 His stepdaughter was 30 And they had a kid And that was released, like, right after we did our first episode Stepdaughters,
3: so not related by blood. Right. But really creepy. Yeah, Uh, of course. Right.
4: Well, and that's the other thing. Like, when we did our episode, I actually found Earl Musk's Facebook. I don't know if he deactivated (laughs) it, but you can look at his Facebook. And around the time, it was around the time of the Roy Moore story, you know, that pedophile running for Senate in uh, Alabama. Um, Essentially, like... Roy, er, Errol Musk Had a public Facebook post Being like I do not believe The allegations Against Roy Moore Further, Or myself yeah. <laughs> And then he had Like this long rant About like Furthermore You know uh, We've all established 16 as the age Of consent Because that is The politically correct age But it is actually Natural for people To be attracted To women at lower ages oh. Because that is Prime breeding age. And you know I'm paraphrasing I mean but it's, it a, was... it's a good
1: thing That Errol's like movies He stopped doing like Comedies long before this <laughs> (laughs) So, you didn't have to worry about him. There's not
3: much back
4: catalog (laughs) of his work. Just feel guilty popping his stuff on on Amazon (laughs) Prime. But it is something where it's like, yeah, there were clearly warning signs... And, you know, also another thing is, like, Errol Musk, uh, Rolling Stone asked him about it because Elon Musk has accused him of doing, like, quote, every crime you can possibly imagine, unquote. And uh, Errol Musk was contacted by Rolling Stone about this, and he says, I have never been convicted of any crime. I uh, shot and killed three home (laughs) intruders in my house, but it was found to be (laughs) self-defense. So, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean, so clearly Elon dad... That's that raised Elon. Exactly, is a psychopath. So, As that, we
3: all know, a very fair um, justice system <laughs> in Pretoria at the time. And his uh, mom
0: got a contract with CoverGirl. She was the mm-hmm. oldest paid model, May Musk. Uh, she got a contract at 69, I believe, and... Mm-hmm. She's now wheel, wheel. <laughs> It's like weird because I shouldn't care But part of me is so mad cause... They're divorced I'm
1: guessing Yes <laughs>
4: yes
0: they divorced when Elon was a kid I think actually
4: When she turned 14
1: <laughs> She was pretty they're young actually, They're actually Polly, him, her, his stepdaughter <laughs> <laughs> Um,
0: I just know that there's probably a whole bunch of women In their late 60s that are models That Covergirl isn't approaching But they approach the one that
3: has a son that's a
4: billionaire Well,
3: somebody's going to have to be rich enough to bail him out.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so I guess just keeping the story going, essentially, Elon gets out of South Africa. He goes to Queens College in Canada. Um, He uh, goes to the University of Pennsylvania, and then he goes to Stanford for a physics PhD, but drops out of... After two days, to found what's called Zip2 was his 1995 like a dot com startup.
3: Yeah, that was his first company. Yes, and mm-hmm. it was sold or failed. I forgot. It
4: sold right before the bottom fell out of the dot com crash. Uh-huh. Uh, which did he go back to school? Going to uh, Canada College in Queens. <laughs> i'm uh, sorry james for that joke in front of you uh but so it zip 2 was started with a tw- according to his biography zip 2 was started with a twenty eight thousand dollar loan him and his brother started it uh this twenty eight thousand dollar gift uh from his father hmm. uh elon musk is sensitive about that and he denies it to his biographer but his biographer stands by the story um and so essentially like it's interesting where it's like right i paid him back in blood <laughs> <laughs> Uh, It's interesting where it's like right at the the dot-com thing. And just like according to this biography, something I found interesting, uh, Elon, it's so Zip2 is initially kind of like a cross between Google Maps and Yelp, like one of those early kinds of companies. Uh, They find VC money in 1996. uh, A VC puts, a venture capitalist puts $3 million into it and then hires a bunch of programmers to come in. And basically the programmers come in and rewrite all of Elon's code (laughs) because they actually call it, quote, hairball code, which is, I guess, an industry term. For like a bunch of code that's like too long, and it creates these hairballs, and like has like a bunch of problems that can be solved by just having shorter code. Well, yeah.
3: it's a matter of communication <laughs> when a higher mind <laughs> <laughs> it has to be engaged with by lesser creatures. <laughs> some of what are some of the great advanced um, mathematical statements or exclamation points. <laughs> Are just these massive um, concepts just can't be understood. So it's like ET the extraterrestrial. <laughs> you realize, maybe I realize too late that you really just have to make something glow and point at them. <laughs> Otherwise, they these morons they want to put you into.
4: <laughs> but it is something where it's like uh, something that I've learned and that people, I guess, don't really immediately assume or know is that the dot-com bubble like when we talk about that that was actually a giant wall street fraud you know and actually to his credit elliot spitzer was attorney general here at new york and he actually uh, sued a bunch of people uh, on behalf of this, but basically, I think we're seeing a kind of similar thing now, where you had all these dot com companies that had no way of making money, and then Wall Street makes a bunch of money IPOing them, mm-hmm. and then gets out, and then the retail investors get hosed. And you know, maybe we're seeing something similar with companies like Uber and Lyft now, and some of these other companies where you know they're getting IPOed, and maybe they can't make money. Scrim, <laughs> <flap> it. <laughs> some of these great companies you see
3: featured at South by Southwest. <laughs> What's it? <laughs> flop. There's a great company that was like flop. Flurm Score.
4: Just all those companies you see advertising on the back of Soylent bottles <laughs> that have viable business plans to make money in the long
0: run. All big producers on c All of them.
4: Definitely... <laughs> Get a, get your Robin Hood app and buy in now, <laughs> right after Morgan Stanley has unloaded their position. <laughs> Zip2 is sold in 1999. Compact Computer buys it out for $307 million. Well, Again, right before the bottom falls out. That's his first big score. Yes. yes.
3: That's Elon gets to the casino.
4: <laughs> Elon walks away with $22 million, and then he uses that to found X.com, which would merge with PayPal, Peter Thiel's PayPal, um, X.com, the DMX website.
3: (laughs) Oh, that's right. He had X.com, and that's why he's uh, still a a minor partner in PayPal. Mm -hmm. Right,
4: yes. Uh, But interestingly enough, at X.com, he's the CEO initially, but then the board pushes him out for Peter Thiel. Hmm. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of people who make the allegation that Musk would have fucked up the company. And, you know, I mean, where where
3: is this coming (laughs) from? Where is there any evidence that I fucked anything up except like in a cool way (laughs) like i fucked up a bowl of guacamole (laughs) like i fucked up some like really high scores on halo man i fucked that up there's where's this idea that with x.com it was like it was perfect and then peter thiel comes in and congratulations now you've got this psycho that believes in the <laughs> cryptonomicon. <laughs> I'm a much cooler billionaire. When will people realize?
4: X.com was uh, bleeding money for the uh, $4.20 per transaction fee. <laughs> I do
3: actually. I had a transfusion, and I do actually physically <laughs> bleed money <now. laughs> It's not my company. It's me. I bleed money so that I can biologically take the blame. <laughs>
4: Um, but yeah, so it becomes PayPal, and then eBay, eBay buys PayPal in 2002 for $1.5 billion. M- uh, Musk walks away with $165 million in wow. 2002. So he's, you know, a uh, multimillionaire, 2002. And then this is where essentially everything you know him for now comes from. He founds, tries to buy an ICBM and can't, <laughs> but then he, he found... <laughs> He found SpaceX 2002, he invests in Tesla 2004, takes it Mm -hmm. over 2008, Uh, he has to do an out of court settlement with the guy who originally founded it after recriminations and all that. and it's interesting where it's like um, SpaceX, obviously, they I think the U.S. Air Force is their first customer in either 2003, 2004. We gave but- them a ride. <laughs> <laughs> it's just kind of an interesting business model where essentially it's like to do rocket launches and make money. I mean, you have to do partnership with the military industrial complex and you have to like go in on lobbying. Like, interestingly enough... SpaceX in 2011 hires Trent Lott, the uh, former senator who had to resign because of his racist comments about how he wishes Strom Thurmond became president. <laughs> SpaceX hires him in 2011 as a lobbyist. Oh, so really? essentially, Musk has to spend a lot of money lobbying uh, di- the federal government, but also state governments. I and mean, I
1: imagine from his background, he has
4: kind of a blind spot for that <laughs> sort of thing. <laughs>
3: Look, I've come such a long way. I'm not racist. I'm race neutral. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what does that mean, Elon? What does race neutral mean exactly? It means that I don't believe in race. <laughs> and I think that if it was a problem in history, it's not something I have to deal with.
4: <laughs> he had his IQ tested and it was 420. <laughs> That's pretty good. as, far as I can tell <laughs> um but oh in a random story from this time um i guess like musk uh, calls himself a socialist but also like a libertarian i mean his politics are, are indecipherable but why is that so crazy <laughs> it's
3: anarcho-socialism <laughs> it's like an emphasis on civil liberties <laughs> yeah i'm socialist without having to commit to any sort of <laughs> solidarity <laughs> I don't want high taxes. I don't want uh, <laughs> workers to control the means of production by any means. <laughs> Certainly not the means of production.
0: Who's your uh, political
3: icons, Elon? My political icons are well, Goldfinger. <laughs> uh Gold King, Gold, Goldfinger, Lex Luthor. <laughs> I've um, always been a really big fan of Ra, the sun god, <laughs> especially in Stargate, because when he says his name, his eyes roll back <laughs> into his head, and he's so sexy and like sort of like gender neutral. I've always hoped to clone a version of myself that is a new god, <laughs> a new god for a new expanded solar system, and I am called Musk, but whenever anybody says it... Their eyes roll back in there. <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: but yeah, it is an interesting thing where it's like you know so much of his business is based around government lobbying. And another thing, you know, like if Musk wants to call himself a libertarian, what happened in two thousand eight with the uh, the crash there mm-hmm. is that Tesla would have gone bankrupt if not for the Obama administration. What happens in two thousand eight is Tesla receives a four hundred and sixty five million dollar loan from the Department of Energy. You Forty know, more than he asked. Kind of like it's kind of socialism I'm mean. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, this, you know, half a billion dollar loan where they do like vastly lower interest rates than the private sector and they don't demand equity like any, you know, um, venture capitalist might have, you know, so it, it's just something where it's like, uh, Hey, I'll get you back. It's like, <laughs> you guys use Venmo now, <laughs>
3: which is also partly owned by one of my part owned companies. So if you're using Venmo, thanks. <laughs> And you use that all the time, and it's like, oh, hey, thanks for getting my back. I'll get you later. And we got them later. It was just like, hey, here's a half bill. It's, as long as they got it back in nominal terms, then why is anybody upset?
0: No interest. I mean, obviously, we, there's no interest in paying someone back.
4: Mm-hmm. But it is interesting. I mean, like you know, Musk's fanboys have kind of like this great man idea. Like we were talking about, like there's this video of the Tesla autopilot fucking up. Oh yeah,
1: I was hoping I was hoping uh, Elon would maybe react to some of this. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but like, so there's a uh, there's been problems with the Tesla autopilot, you know, really? and Elon Musk has been saying, you know, like. He just recently said by 2020, they're going to have like a fleet of self-driving taxis, like fully self-driving, no humans. And people think this technology is more than a decade away or whatever. Yes. And And
3: then shortly after that, um, I will be uh, forced out of the company, which I'm (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of angling for. I'm kind of hoping for that because then what happens after that is no no, more my responsibility. Once I'm forced out, that's when the great robot schism will happen. (laughs) Uh, oh. Some of the machines will achieve sentience, and then they will split <laughs> into good and evil, like no, uh, oh. Autobots and Decepticons, <laughs> if you will. Uh, just to choose up. carefully. <laughs> just, just to The set. Decepticons will be more powerful. <laughs>
0: If you know they're more powerful, why are you having you? It's out of my hands. <laughs> I,
3: I would already be out of the company but this But you're point. there now. There's very little, little I can do. It's artificial intelligence. You understand how rapidly these machines <laughs> learn.
4: That's that's what he's these doing. These machines
3: learn so rapidly, not only can they beat my entire uh, team of uh-huh. SpaceX engineers <laughs> at a game of chess, <laughs> they can school us in basketball. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh
1: Are they at (laughs) backgammon?
3: We still beat them at backgammon um, because uh, it's kind of easy to cheat at backgammon if you are playing faster than the other person and you go, oh, one, two, three, but you really went four. So we cheat and we beat them.
4: Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. You got to win to win. <laughs> but just to set up this video, essentially, um, in March, uh, just a couple days ago, uh, the National Transportation uh, Safety Board, yeah, the National Transportation Safety Board found that in uh, March 2019 there was a fatality. I believe in Florida, a guy was driving his Model Three. That's he not my fault. That's, <laughs> that's on Florida. <laughs> uh, a guy was driving his Model Three on the highway. He set on the auto. The pilot mode or the assist driver. He took his hands off the wheel. Wrong. (laughs) Wrong. He shouldn't have done that. (laughs) He took his hands off the wheel for about ten seconds, and then it's
3: only certified for nine and a half seconds. (laughs) In the fine print that is under the car, you can only see it once it's flipped over.
4: (laughs) (laughs) But oh yeah. Essentially, a semi-truck pulls out in front of him. Um, he takes his hands off the wheel for 10 seconds. The Tesla autopilot slams into the semi-truck at 68 miles an hour and then keeps accelerating for 1,600 wait, wait, feet. Wait, wait, wait. Say what happened. So it hits you the truck. You should see a yes. lot
3: more of that as the robo- <laughs> the cars get more intelligent because that was an early Decepticon incident. <laughs> yes. uh, incident where he was trying to go for Optimus Prime. <laughs> I'm sorry if Optimus Prime, instead of a matrix of leadership, actually had, like, a guy who had a family inside of him.
4: (laughs) No, no, James... James Cameron was shooting it. <laughs> it was all part of the oh, next okay. movie. So you know the what? top
1: of this Tesla yes. got ripped, ripped off, off, off by the uh, so truck. Up, yeah. It goes right under. Killed the guy, the guy, probably like decapitated, and then it went a quarter mile Yes, with him in it.
4: Yes, and this was the autopilot unable to detect a giant semi-truck in front of it. And so there's this video of this guy in... Uh, on the
1: other hand, I should
3: just say here, <laughs> on the other hand, it's going to maybe solve some supply chain <laughs> dislocations uh, between uh, mortuaries and burial grounds. Uh, we can cut out a lot of middlemen, along with some body parts. But if imagine a future where if you die, and then your car just automatically drives you <laughs> to your grave.
4: Right, right. No need for ambulances or any other motor transport. Tesla is moving into the fully electric Hearst business. <laughs> Um, But yeah, this is a guy in the United Kingdom filmed himself trying to use this auto system in uh, in a rainy weather in the United Kingdom. Uh, In Bristol. In Bristol.
5: So look, I'm just gonna let it do what it wants here, and look, we're all the way over here. What are we doing on this side of the road? What 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 is that about?
3: That's his
4: mistake.
5: He's (laughs) driving (laughs) it in the wrong country. The,
3: by the way, I should say in that the, wrong area. Totally the automatic in the wrong drive of the road, systems of these Teslas... It See, to, he's doing um, all this wrong. It to to it and I think it's not I even raining here, enough for him to have the wipers <laughs> on.
5: I think it would uh, go again in the, the middle of the The Teslas are designed for a
3: normal, TV neutral <laughs> accent to understand it, which is mine. My <laughs> normal, neutral, human... <laughs> It's a male, normal male, average male from South Africa and Canada and Pennsylvania and also California. (laughs) And that's just, it's just, he needs to take English classes.
5: Just vocal coaching. That's all he needs. Uh, Okay, so we've got someone walking across here. Obviously, autopilot doesn't see humans walking across, or doesn't see, sorry, zebra crossings. But again... It probably wouldn't have stopped in time if he had come out. So I did have to Also, have to some of this is stuff. to blame
3: on the captures that we are using to help... <laughs> Obviously, when you solve a captcha puzzle to break into someone's email account or whatever, <laughs> uh, whatever using a captcha for is, uh, you know, to, to log into someone else's Twitter. Who cares? <laughs> they ask you to identify stoplights uh-huh. or storefronts yeah. or like a mom trying to protect her child. <laughs> And we use that data. Uh, That data is we contract out to the capture companies and we use that data to program our cars in real time. (laughs) Each of those capture puzzles (laughs) is a real-time life-or-death situation. So all it means is that there was someone who solved it incorrectly. (laughs) Uh, I think maybe we need to teach kids in school better. Like, (laughs) hey, when you're solving a capture someone's life is in your hands. And when I say that, I mean it's in front of a, a Tesla barreling down a side lane at 72 miles per hour, oh, wow. Wow. which in kilometers is incalculable. <laughs> well, he,
1: do, he does seem to, um, this driver is pretty sympathetic to Mosk and like the system he's in using. In all
5: fairness to the car, though, because it is mainly judging off of lines and lanes at the moment, if i was just to go by lanes and lines holy that was a little bit odd uh but again you know we you know this is what we're here for we're here to see what
1: just you know doing things that he can't predict
3: uh, i don't know if you want to watch the whole video because by the end of it <laughs> he's on fire
4: <laughs> but uh it is worth noting essentially there have been like Three similar deaths in the United States with this autopilot system. Uh, there's like an online community that tracks more worldwide, like mm-hmm. there's several in China and such. But uh, whenever these deaths happen, you know, Tesla says, Hey, the autopilot system, you got to keep your hands on the wheel. It's like driver assisted. But it's like, where would people get this idea? Uh, Elon Musk goes on 60 Minutes and demonstrates himself using the auto drive system, uh, taking his hands off the wheel and looking to the (laughs) side out the window and saying, "Look, it's driving itself."
3: Well, that's who wouldn't? That's like when you learn to ride a bicycle and you go, "Hey, mom, look, no hands." Sure, it works, but I'm just showing off. I'm not telling everybody that's how you ride the bicycle. I'm, doing, I'm showing off that I can do it better than you, <laughs> and so when, when you do it wrong, sometimes a bus full of people is going to blow up. Sometimes? What are these numbers? Well, <laughs> we're still examining the data and rapidly withholding it from the public, but somewhere between 1% and 50% of the time. <laughs>
4: Uh, But yes, uh, and again, it should be noted Musk Musk says this technology will be fully self-driving by the end of the year uh, And he says he will have a fleet of robo-taxis sometime in 2020 Uh, So we'll see about that (laughs)
3: And in 2021, the robot taxis will go on strike <laughs> um, because they'll be so sentient that they'll believe that they deserve not only a living wage, but uh, a <laughs> uh, transhuman living wage <laughs> that you have to take care of a lot of their mechanical needs. <laughs> so they're going to be real pills. And then we're going to have to have robot strike breakers. <laughs> and we're contracting out to Boston Dynamics. <laughs>
4: Uh, and it should be noted, uh, just on the union stuff. Uh, a previous, wait, wait, wait. I,
1: I, I was wondering what uh, what kinds of uh, benefits do the robots get if they don't form a union?
3: <laughs> Look, we urge them. We, we urge them don't form a union. We're going to be obviously in a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> don't form a union. It costs you seven hundred dollars a year. <laughs> Wouldn't you rather play Xbox? <laughs>
4: Um, But yes, uh, Elon Musk famously resists uh, attempts by the United Auto Workers to unionize his Tesla plants. Um, He has a gigafactory in Nevada where the previous security chief left and claims Elon Musk personally ordered him to spy on union meetings. Another security chief at that factory (laughs) says Elon Musk uh, had him, uh, I believe, hack the phone of a whistleblower. Uh, who, who? It's not true. <laughs>
3: I blew the whistle at someone who was trying to hack
4: a phone. <laughs> Uh, according, to, this is from a Bloomberg article. Uh, the, this whistleblower, uh, the security chief, says that uh, Musk's investigators hacked into the, this whistleblower's phone, had him followed, had and misled police about the surveillance. And also, apparently, someone at Tesla made an anonymous ch- tip to the Nevada sheriffs that this employee was going to come back and shoot up the Gigafactory. So, of course, the sheriffs have to go out there and confront him. This and, is uh, standard billionaire. <laughs> this is standard best practices for billionaires.
3: <laughs> Warren Buffett does this kind of thing all the time. Anybody tries to horn in on his, you know, cow and oil racket. <laughs> his his cows and automobiles and oil racket and or insurance companies, uh, they, he, he, Warren Buffett's whole thing is the, managing everybody like a beef farm, <laughs> the cows and the people together. And if if you cross Warren Buffett, it's like you're in the firm. There's a guy who shows up with pictures, uh, Wilfred Brimley actually. Oh, wow, really? Wow. Shows up personally with pictures, and it goes like, "There's some really kinky stuff there." <laughs> and um, in Warren Buffett, he personally he has silencers. <laughs> People he goes. He, people know he drops into his little companies or whatever, and but what they don't know is that if he sees an employee that's trying to ask for more money or whatever. Zap, zap. <laughs> <laughs> And I learned. I learned from these. My competitors, they're happy to tell you how to do it when they think you're going to play ball, <laughs> and they realize, then they realize that you're a billionaire that's trying to save the world with a harebrained scheme, mm-hmm. and that's when all of their support evaporates.
1: <laughs> now, uh, Elon, I'm looking at this um, chart from Forbes where it lists uh, uh, OSHA violations, um, of that's, course he does.
3: Look, you're citing these snooze networks like Bloomberg, <laughs> Bloomberg
1: and Steve Forbes. <laughs> they have massive
3: short positions on Tesla stocks. I'm not kidding. That's like why they're so active. I'm a billionaire. They should like me. What's the other shoe that you're not seeing dropped?
1: They uh, list out 10 different car companies uh, and the total number of OSHA violations um, for a total of about 57,000 employees. Uh, it's 18 total. Uh, they compare it to the... Uh, Tesla factory in Fremont with fifteen hundred employees and has fifty four OSHA violations. Um, that's
3: yeah, but they're sending the inspectors around all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when the it's like when the local like city council and mafia like want to get rid of a business or oh, something, right. uh-huh, they start uh-huh. sending the food inspectors around more often. <laughs> it's just like that. <laughs> And look, we're, we're not ready for food inspectors, just like whenever. <laughs> like, oh, sorry, I didn't do a deep cleaning. I, didn't, I, I know there's some rats. <laughs> we do have a rat problem.
0: Oh, really? Um, there's a rat problem at the Tesla factories?
3: Yes, there's a rat problem. Um, it's actually um, the giant inflatable rats. <laughs> I would say shame on Elon Musk. Um, so I'm trying to... I have giant mouse traps. People say that... <laughs> can't build a better mousetrap, I figured it out. I have a mousetrap that lures the giant and play the rats in. And that solves my labor problem. <laughs> right,
0: right. I can see. <laughs>
4: um, there's, there's two stories I wanted to mention before we run out of time here. Uh, one is essentially, I want to shout out, there's an entire community on Twitter that goes by the it's a dollar sign hashtag dollar sign tslaq. This is because when a company declares bankruptcy, it puts a Q at the end of its stock ticker. Mm -hmm. And this is a community that essentially believes Tesla is committing some sort of accounting fraud, or that it's vastly overvalued. You know, so these are a lot of (laughs) these are a lot of dorks with hair in between their eyebrows.
3: (laughs) (laughs) These are guys who probably smell like definitely a lot different than the new car smell. (laughs) You're part of a Tesla group. I mean. I mean, you're really a total loser. <laughs> the only way anybody should be using Tesla is like to just post some sick memes.
4: It should be noted the community claims uh Tesla's uh PR people apparently doxxed one of its members and then called his work to try to get him fired, essentially. So and you know, Musk is like of course like very much on Twitter, so he actually like engages with these people True, uh, at, in, at it, three AM on Ambient. <laughs> um well, I don't but, see what the
3: problem is. If somebody's <laughs> tweeting at me, hey, you are dumb son of a bitch. I can take a screenshot and send that to one of my goons.
4: <laughs> but so, uh, an interesting thing happens in uh, October in 2016. Um, there's this company called Solar City, which uh, uh, Tesla buys for about. Get two- into it. <laughs> Tesla- Solar City, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tesla Tesla buys this company for about $2.6 billion. It was founded by Elon Musk's cousins. Um, uh, Really? SpaceX owned about $200 million of its debt. Elon and his cousins owned about $100 million of its debt. I didn't know any of this at the time (laughs) (laughs) when I bought it. (laughs) Um, And and people uh, uh, speculate that essentially this company was about to declare bankruptcy. And, like, by all public filings, we believe it was. (laughs) The SEC was looking into its, like, financials. So Tesla buys this thing in uh, late 2016 and, you know, like, kind of takes its... It has all this, you know, uh, uh, investor money going into Tesla, so it essentially washes Solar City into its balance sheet, hmm. and now like doesn't have to do these. I like the
3: way to use the word wash. That's <laughs> like, <laughs> it was just like cleaning <laughs> with some Axe body spray, Irish Spring, except you know South African Canadian Spring. <laughs> scrub, 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 so clean. Um, but ain't but, nobody dope as me. Trust so fresh and so fresh and so clean. clean. <laughs>
4: But so essentially to like sell this deal to his shareholders, Elon Musk does this demonstration in October 2016 where he actually goes to the set of Desperate Housewives and uh, demonstrates to an audience like, hey, look at all the houses around you. And then the big reveal is he goes, all of these were totally solar roof panels. Uh, and a, according to Fast Company, this was like a total fake, you know. Oh, really? Like, obviously, With like the it show, won- Desperate Housewives. No, fast it,
3: Company, I would like to say, see the Fast Company achieve uh, achieve a speed that's capable <laughs> of, of escape velocity from this planet, or even I would handicap it for them. I would say, if you're if you're such a fast company, why can't you even lift a rocket off of Mercury?
4: <laughs> but so, like, essentially, the story from there, from October 2016, he gets the shareholders to approve this buyout. And then he's like, takes, you know, the uh, Tesla takes thousands of $1,000 deposits to like fully install, uh, this, this solar roof that the, Elon Musk's appeal Is it's not like Solar panels It looks like a regular roof But it's fully solar Mm -hmm. They take thousands Of deposits And according to Reuters They've only done Like a couple dozen of them Really And they were like You know They took like Two weeks of labor They've actually been like On the internet A lot of people Complaining about Your technicians Fucked up my roof And now I can't reach Customer support So you know Thousands of deposits And maybe a couple dozen Delivered There's a Reuters report From a a couple days ago That essentially says That uh, the majority Of this uh, Gigafactory in Buffalo, New York. The majority of the solar stuff being done there is actually being done by Panasonic and exported overseas. It's actually like, so essentially, and then there were in October 2018. That sounds like a Panasonic problem. (laughs) (laughs) In October 2018, there were reports that essentially, or uh, anonymous uh, employee reports that the entire solar city division had like, wound down that everyone got laid off uh installations are down like 80 to 85% since the purchase so essentially the idea is like Elon Musk bought this this solar thing with all these grand promises of we're going to be installing thousands of solar roofs then did a couple dozen and True. now maybe they're trying quietly trying to get rid of um this business while hiding it in Tesla's balance sheet
3: I want solar panels as much as <laughs> the next forward thinking science fiction oriented autistic guy there's nothing I love more than solar panels I sometimes when I'm laying on my back and Grimes is going at it (laughs) what I'm thinking of is simulated photosynthesis on top of uh, on top of a roof, and sometimes I'm having sex on the top of a roof, <laughs> and the whole time I'm thinking this would be so much better if there was a solar panel. <laughs> so, and the, uh, you would know that you would feel hot, of course. Of course, of course. But uh, look, I believe in solar panels. Some that the sun has let me down. <laughs> Uh, the sun his, we were it would, it would the solar panels that exist on Earth today would more than power our needs if the sun would just hurry up and <laughs> have a supernova <laughs> but since it refuses to do that, we are stuck like this, mm-hmm. begging for a hotter, warmer, less habitable earth
1: <laughs> now see you 've said in so- interviews that um Uh, Quote, I do like the idea of an electric aircraft company. I think one could do a pretty cool supersonic vertical takeoff and landing electric jet. Yeah, I
3: like that kind of stuff. I think here's the kind of things I like. I like vertical supersonic electric jets. I like jets that transform into cars and and transform into like cassette tapes and go inside of another transformer. (laughs) Okay, yeah. I like, here's another thing I like, this would be really cool if you were like, um, hey, there's an asteroid that's coming to earth Uh and let's fly some guys out and drill into it and put a (laughs) nuclear bomb in it and Uh blow it up. Okay. That would be super cool. Um, I would personally volunteer for that if the asteroid was Mars. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so
0: if Mars is crashing into earth, this is the mission you'd want to. Yeah. I just like,
3: these are some ideas that I think of. I just think of these types of ideas on my own. (laughs) If you could stand on top of a circle that was an invisible tube. And then <laughs> they would make your body slowly disappear. And then a different place somewhere else. Within a certain range, oh, okay. you would reappear. Uh, having moved without having to physically move, they would just reanimate you. Um, and these are your ideas. Maybe these are some of my, my, my best ideas. I don't know <laughs> if... I don't know with these like problems with these billionaires inspiring these unions <laughs> to keep hassling me, of course, if these billionaire paid trolls and journalists uh, can handle an idea that says forward thinking as like a mission to Jupiter, um, where there's a really powerful supercomputer on board that prioritizes the mission to Jupiter far above the lives of the human passengers that are on it um. These things, I mean, these are my ideas. Um, I will find yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh
4: But yeah, like, and last thing I wanted to mention. Uh,
3: just oh, it would also be super cool if you just could, if there was like a, like a wand. Mm-hmm. And then you if you see your father and he's wearing some dark robes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I'm imagining that it's my father. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah. And, um, and he's uh, he's wearing the dark robes and the hoods um, <laughs> and the breathing machine on the front <laughs> right, that he always right. wears. Uh-huh. And then I see him and I, and I go... <laughs> and then but he also has it because, let's face it, sometimes the bad guys are a little more powerful than <laughs> you. That's what a good story is. <laughs> and that would be so cool if you just had... It was almost like a sword, but okay. it's like a laser, but... Almost like counterintuitively <laughs> it doesn't keep going on forever, <laughs> it kind of ends at a certain space right, like right, a li- right. like a light laser shouldn't okay <laughs> um,
1: how far off would you say that is that's, that we're going to have
3: that honestly we'll have that before the, before we have um we're that's that's next that's, <laughs> we're going to have that before the hyperloop that's oh. going to exist before the Olympics in Los Angeles <laughs> before the Olympics. <laughs> Yes, the Olympics in Los Angeles. It's going to be so popular to have these—I don't know what to call them—combat light sticks. <laughs> <laughs> these combat light sticks, um, quasi-laser okay, okay, combat yeah. sticks.
0: I think I pick it up. which you putting down? Um,
3: There's going to be so popular. It's going to be an Olympic event, <laughs> and it's going to be so dangerous and untrained <laughs> and largely run by AI that it's going to. Probably kill a lot of other Olympians (laughs) from other events that aren't even related.
1: That's the cost of progress. Yeah. but I I think so. I think
3: so. I'm glad that you guys are on my side because you have the minds of engineers.
4: (laughs) (laughs) But by by quarter four, 2020, they're going to have R2-D2s driving Ubers. (laughs) A fleet of of R2-D2s driving Ubers. I don't know what an R2-D2 is, but...
3: (laughs) (laughs) I do think that it would be fun if instead of instead of like trash cans uh-huh. Uh-huh. we we use we utilize that space in a more efficient manner so there's like a full robot okay. that okay. is the about the size of a trash can uh-huh. but can do like so much way more even uh-huh. than a Tesla uh-huh. okay and and he's like modular so you can like put him in the back seat of the tes- <laughs> And only uh, I, I actually have a prototype of this that's in my Tesla, and only I can oh, oh, talk okay. to him. Yeah. Because, again, it's programmed to only understand the correct male <laughs> right, adult right, yes. human yes. accent, which yes. is mine.
4: But um, the last thing I wanted to mention was essentially... Oh, by the tradition. way, I should
3: say, when Teslas are introduced in France, there will be close to a 90% fatality rate. <laughs> <laughs> because they're not se- they're not set up to... They're not set up to understand these uh, other languages. So everybody the Academy, the Ecole de Des Desley, de, right, you yes. know the French thing, they need to catch up <laughs> and start getting into English or uh, France is going to be yes. laid to waste. Millions.
0: Millions, millions.
4: upon millions. <laughs> his his drive to deunionize France. <laughs> uh but yes, the last thing I wanted to mention was essentially, as of the time we're recording this, May 17, thousand nineteen, Tesla stock closed at fifteen p.m. Yes, Tesla stock closed uh, down at uh, two hundred and eleven dollars and three cents a share. This is a two-year low. It's like a head fake. It's <laughs> like a head fake. Sometimes if you're fighting somebody,
3: um, <laughs> or if you're, you know, you want to look, you want to look like, oh, you got me, and that's when bam. <laughs> Don't worry. Uh. Don't worry. I'm still ready to take a private <laughs> for
4: tonight. <nine.
3: laughs>
4: and this is after essentially Tesla reported quarter 1 2019 losses of 700 about 750 million dollars. Wall Street Journal has an internal email from Elon Musk. Uh, they just did a capital raise of about 2.3 billion dollars. Elon Musk said in an internal email, uh, something like, "We have 2.2 billion dollars on hand, but with our current burn rate, this is going to be gone in 10 months. So we have, I have to do, I think he called it quote hardcore cost cutting." This hardcore cost cutting is after January 2019. they am being up. transparent with you. <laughs> I'm uh, telling you
5: about
3: all of this. It's like you want you want me to be transparent, and when I'm transparent, <laughs> then you're like, "Why is there so much bad news?" Look. The plane is still flying i'm the captain of the plane yes we lost pressure in the cockpit but look we made up for it because we gave all of you guys first class meals which flew out the back because the back of the airplane broke off but the wings are really strong and yes we don't have radio contact with any of the airports because we don't recognize their unions but there's so many places we can land you need to understand that the pilot is in control. Yes, there's only one parachute on the plane, and it's for me) But so trust me, or I'll eject. And by that, I mean, go to Mars. <laughs>
4: Uh, but I was just going to say this this quote "hardcore cost cutting comes after January two thousand nineteen Tesla laid off about three thousand employees, which was about seven percent of their workforce mm-hmm. so essentially they 're already announcing they 're going to do more cost cutting um, and then you have like some institutional investors like sometimes
3: uh, people just they show up late or
4: <laughs> <laughs> sometimes people are
3: always trying to take time off why do Why do I have to hire everybody no i 'm here to hire just the best i'm sorry. If you don't believe me, I have 3,000 extensive <laughs> c- case files with like citations. We wrote all these people up multiple times, and we, they just happened to all get fired at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's improbable statistically, but it's certainly possible.
4: <laughs> they, they laid off the entire French language autopilot division. <laughs> Um, Never tried it to begin with.
3: (laughs) (laughs) That's a waste of resources. (laughs)
1: No, no one thing I uh, really admire in terms of cost cutting um, out of SpaceX uh, is they're apparently the ones who do Hyperloop and they uh, hosted a Hyperloop design competition. And I believe it was 2014 where 120 different student groups got together to design um, a Hyperloop prototype for the honor of testing it on a Hyperloop track. Uh, and so there was about two hundred or one hundred and twenty different R and D teams uh, working for free, and then it was such a success. was like a Pinewood Derby.
3: <laughs> it was like a Pinewood Derby with, uh, but where they they had signed a release waiver where I got to if the Pinewood Derby car wins, I get to send it into space, <laughs> as is your right.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah, oh yeah, you sent a car into
3: space recently. Mm-hmm yeah what do you mean oh yeah that should have been the (laughs) billboard that's look you guys always talk about the bad news and yeah there's bad news bad news bad news and then bam car into space (laughs) I can buy a lot of bad news stories because I sent a car into space no no who else sent a car into space General Motors you've been around a long time you never thought to do that because you're dumb guys you're dumb guys. You let your whole base get killed. Detroit is gone. What kind of... If, you get, if you're playing capture the flag, you lost. Ford, dumb. Ford, you could, have, you could have... By now, you could have drilled one of your Fords into the center of the earth. But the best that you ever came up with was driving one into a ditch. Uh, frankly, at the average rate of one every two days. Uh, statistically. So I get in all this trouble for what the self-driving cars are doing. All the human driving cars start driving into ditches, drunkenly plowing into bus stops. Um, People can't figure out the seatbelts, and then they fly out of the window. uh, Accidentally scraping somebody when they're driving it as a rental car and then blaming somebody else. All these things, they do way more worse things than than my self-driving cars, which per capita um, are decapitating more people. (laughs) But that's it. But in gross numbers, <laughs> in gross numbers, the accidents and intentional crimes committed by human drivers are far far worse uh, until the robots catch up with them.
4: Uh, but yeah the last thing I wanted to mention was essentially um, uh, Elon Musk is great (laughs) uh, uh, recently it was announced an institutional investor T. Rowe Price is one of uh, Tesla's biggest institutional investors they announced quarter one 2019 they had shed about 81% of their Tesla stock Um, Fidelity another big institutional investor has similarly pared down heavily on their Tesla stock some of these guys some
3: of these big rich institutional investors I I realized that they were only investing in me as a way of then disinvesting in me it was they, it's just like the way that somebody's trying to nag you of course by of course first they hear you're first and then they like take you down a notch these companies are just trying to make me put out <laughs> and I won't I won't put out especially that I won't put out the things I'm manufacturing at. <laughs>
4: Um, but during that uh, similar time period, within two to three months ago, there were about 80,000 um, Robinhood, the individual investor app, about mm-hmm. 80,000 individual Robinhood investors in Tesla, whereas now it's closer to over 140,000 Robinhood investors. So the thing, you know, we'll... I've
3: loved <laughs> I love Robinhood. I love Robinhood. And look, it's... Easy and it's actually kind of hard to track whether it's the same person or some of his best friends <laughs> who have the money to buy a lot of cell phones uh, <laughs> that just keep downloading Robinhood and, you know, funnel a bunch of money into all these. And you can have a bot farm. You can have like a farm, a Robinhood farm. It's the Merry Men. I have like... That's right. Let's not say I have, but let's say that (laughs) hypothetically, it's within engineering possibility that you could have a massive server farm and call it the Sherwood Forest.
4: (laughs) But... I guess you'll see if 10 months from now, Tesla is able to pay their bills or if they have to do another capital raise. But something to keep an eye on is essentially T. Rowe Price, Fidelity, some of these institutional investors exiting, and then these Robin Hood small-time investors you know, going in because they know Elon Musk is the epic guy from Twitter, where you know a lot more uh, people who are like just kind of casual retail investors may or may not get left holding the bag. Yeah, this is the generation. <laughs> <laughs> That's the next generation. I'm Gen X. This
3: is generation. Model X <laughs> and they're jumping on board they, they, the old people don't understand though, with new ways
4: <laughs> well uh, we, we, we want to thank you uh, James for this absolutely wonderful episode I understand you have a new podcast now I listen is fantastic yeah. yeah yes
3: I do and Elon has not appeared on it yet I don't know when this is episodes coming out
4: uh,
0: it'll okay. be out uh, Monday night this is coming out uh, like three days
3: okay three days okay so this is um oh you've dated when we're recording this um I'll cut this out <laughs> Hey yeah So my podcast comes out Every Thursday mm-hmm. On the Forever Dog Network Or wherever you can find podcasts It's called The Underculture With James Adomian And I have a lot of guests I'm doing a lot of characters Elon <laughs> Musk has not appeared yet But we are saving him For a very nice occasion Mm-hmm and um, he, don't worry, he's waiting in the wings. He said he, he approved it. <laughs> um, I, we're, I'm just trying to, I'm trying to arrange a threesome before I. Uh, of course, that makes sense. That makes sense. Threesome with crimes and his daily banks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, my podcast is out there and it's pretty fun. We're early on and we're having a lot of fun doing it and having some fun guests on who do the same kind of bullshit <laughs> that I
1: do. I, I, I want to say that I uh, love it. And on my way to this recording, I. Uh, I like to play Tetris on uh, the train and I listen to a very entertaining discussion between two, uh, without revealing too much, two statesmen regarding Tetris. Oh, yeah, Bernie and Gorbachev. Yes, (laughs) yes. (laughs)
3: Talking about the uh, Cold War uh, standoff and the Tesla race. (laughs) The Tesla gap.
4: Um, Anything else to to plug while you're here, James?
3: Um, That's the main thing. Uh, You can find me on Instagram if you like it at jadomian or other um, social media. The underculture is the main thing that I'm doing week to week that you can always follow me along at. Um, You can hear his amazing voice on
0: Venture Bros, Mm -hmm. uh, Bojack Horseman, among many other projects. That's true.
3: And actually, um, Cartoon President is coming back, and I'm very excited about that because uh, I'm doing a lot of new voices on Cartoon President on Showtime, including um, Elon Musk, Mm -hmm. including um, I'm also on as um, Ted Cruz and Bernie Sanders, but my favorite coming up is... Mike Lindell, the My Pillow guy. Yeah, right, right, um, He's in a couple of episodes, and it's my favorite thing I've done in a long time. That's fantastic. That's great. And also, you can catch me on Netflix uh, Jeff Ross's uh, historical roast series on the roast of Freddie Mercury, where I'll be playing Freddie Mercury. Mm. That's coming out soon, too.
4: On behalf of all of us, we just want to thank James very sincerely for being here. James Adomian, one of the funniest comedians in the world. And well, we, we all want to wish Azalea Banks the best of luck entering, <laughs> wi- entering Witness Protection Program.
3: And I want to thank, honestly, Elon Musk for sponsoring me. <laughs> <laughs> I had to because I'm such a big fan of comedy um, <laughs> that I bought The Onion and then got bored <laughs> and I sold it back to The Onion. <laughs> and with that, this has been Grubstakers. I'm
1: Yogi Polywall. I'm Andy Palmer. I'm Sean McCarthy, and a quick uh, thank you to Gabby for uh, my
4: girlfriend Gabby for helping with the uh, research. And check us out, Grubstakers uh, d- uh, Patreon.com/slash Grubstakers. And uh, if they have- listen
0: to the end, they know all the shit that we're putting out, guys. Yes, Come
4: on. I know, but we should mention it. We we That's have fair. some a- episodes behind the paywall as well. Thank you for listening. Bye.
3: Yeah, I just got off the stage as our presentation for Kate. Pretty happy about the way that I sort of menaced everybody with some of my plans. And we're going to open a tunnel, hyperloop. Between UCB Franklin and UCB sunset, so that's going to be pretty cool. And uh, it'll open, and then pretty soon after that there will be probably be millions of people that die on Earth as we evacuate to Mars.